When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. Here we go. 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 This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? It's another Melchester Odyssey. We are at the we're coming towards the end of the book that we're doing, which is the best of Royal Rovers nineteen eighties. But we'll keep going because I've got all the issues that go on after this. We'll just keep going throughout yeah. the eighties. Have you got the ones directly after the end of this one? Yeah, I've got everything from seventy nine to eighty six. Fucking hell! Well, I think I've, the cunts on eBay said it was everything. I've not been through them all and checked them, but it well, fucking better be. Fucking better well, be, or there will be consequences. Some words, yeah. Well, let's see where we're up to. It's, I mean, there's a little bit at the top of each story where it gives you a little hint of what's to come. And it yeah. just says here, Suddenly Roy leapt into the crowd and went straight for Trevor Brinsden. That's Classic. what's coming. Yeah. There's no, um, you know... Long before Cantona did this fucking country yeah, kick business, yeah. Roy was in and out of the fucking crowd like nobody's Don't business. Like, as as you know... I've gone back through the 70s, 60s, I'm now on the 50s in because mm. they do an annual from every decade. But in the 60s and 70s, he hasn't done it yet in the 50s because in the bit I'm at, it's right at the beginning of the saga mm. where he's just a boy who's just done trials to get into like their youth team. But in the 60s and 70s, there must be at least half a dozen times where he gets into the crowd for some reason. I mean, he's <laughs> fucking mad because... Like, we do it sort of as a joke, but it's really true that he just overhears little things in the crowd, and it's very regular that he just hears something just out of his ear in the middle of the action that he takes exception to. He will stop the game and climb into the crowd. I mean, in the 60s run, he jumps... I mean, I've told you, he jumps into the crowd and he punches a gypsy. Yeah, he does. And then he goes, I know it probably wasn't you, but you'll do. That's what he actually says to the gypsy who he punches. Yeah, he's not even playing on the wing. I don't know how he hears no, this shit. He's meant to be centre forward. Centre forward. He should be he furthest stops, away he from is, any crab I, yeah. I hear fucking everything, right? <laughs> My hearing, and this is medical because I've had it diagnosed by a doctor, right? I have the hearing of a bat, which is the best hearing in the world. Best hearing in the animal kingdom yeah. and the human kingdom. <laughs> yeah, there. I've got bat hearing. The doctor, when I went to hear doctor, because I, I went to him. When I were a kid, my mum took me, she said, I'm a bit worried about my son. His hearing's supernatural, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if he needs to go to a special school. 
<laughs> right, check him out. So the docs had a right good fucking investigation. He's called all the other docs around us, and we've never seen anything like it. The innards of his ear, we've looked right in, we've done x-rays. The innards of his ear is structurally identical to that of a bat. <laughs> we don't know how this happened. I don't know. Who, who's the father? Well, it's a human. Well, we weren't suggesting sure? otherwise, but... Somewhere, genetically, he has as much in common with the common bat than he does with a human. And I, can I just say, I'm not criticising you, but you've said he might need to go to a special school. He might need to go, not the kind you're thinking of, he might need to go to some kind of kid school for kids with advanced hearing. And I don't think yeah. there is one. There might be one in Zurich, but there's certainly not one in Britain. I've not heard of one. But they, they want to fucking think about establishing one. Because your kid is somewhere else. He's special. I don't know what he's destined for specifically, but he will be great. And it was the doctor who first, first come to show belief in me, right? <laughs> my, my dad didn't, and my mum, well, she was fucking daft, wasn't she? She's fucking loopy. Don't know where either of them are now, right? But no, no one saw it until that fucking ear doctor, right? And he knew, a man with hearing like mine, he saw that there was something inherent in me, gene- in my genetic fabric, that would he elevate knew. me above the average cunt. He knew I was going right at the top, and he wasn't fucking wrong. And here I am. And he wanted in. Well, he didn't get in, I tell you that. I didn't sign fucking anything with that cunt. <laughs> so here we, uh, here we are. I mean, we shouldn't have been surprised when Cantona did that, because, you know, Roy Race has got a history of jumping in the crowd and sorting stuff out. So all that controversy, I think, was probably a bit racist, because Cantona was French. Oh, yeah. Um, well, definitely. in that era, what are we talking about? Mid-90s, right? 96, who was like, wasn't it? Who was the golden boy? I think it would have been someone like Tony Adams or David Platt or Stuart Pearce. In that era, they were like the... Shearer. Shearer, yeah. Yeah, it was just before Shearer got mega big, I think. It was like 94, wasn't it? Kind of maybe 95. Nin- yeah, that was that was Shearer's era. That was the yeah. Shearer era. And uh, yeah, if Canada, if, if um, and also I think the fact that it was a kung fu kick as well, people thought mm. fucking fancy continental cunt with his yeah. with his fucking kung fu, right? Whereas if it, if it had been Shearer or Duncan Ferguson who just strode over and fucking lamped that geezer, well, D- Fer- right? Ferguson would have nutted him. Shearer yeah. would have used that outstretched fist that he celebrated all his goals with. Yeah. He would have just projected that into Run his face. like that, yeah. Whereas Cantona, pe- was com- not, not only said, was he French, he was also using a Far Eastern martial art technique. That's so it. They double thought, racism, oh. Exactly. That's exactly what they would have thought. Ah, oh, fucking typical, typical foreigner with his yeah. mystical fucking fighting. Is that using his magic on the yeah. on the common, honest to goodness English soccer fan? Right. Yeah. And Whereas this was before we had um, continental culture of pavement cafes as well. And yeah, and, licensing. and um, everyone like you know you can get in. It was before New Labour introduced those um, yep. little pots of anchovies in oil that you could get yeah. from M and S and that. Yeah, yeah. No one, no one had fucking seen an anchovy before, mate. No, nah, they'd heard of them. They'd, they'd heard of them, but they couldn't. No one believed it could be real. You can't, you you can't put I mean? a little fish. You can't put a little fish on a pizza. What the fuck? Yeah, all oily. Tuna, yeah. No one fucking believed it. Um, olives, all of that stuff. That was New Labour. Sun-dried tomatoes. 
That was New Labour yeah. brought all that in. No yeah. one had seen that, so we were obviously going to be suspicious of a man like Cantona, who who appeared to have the ability to fly around mm. like fucking Aladdin. Like a In fact, I think that's what Martin Tyler said. Oh, he's like Aladdin. He's taken to the air. <laughs> Where's his magic carpet? It's a David Pleats again. Oh, well, a lot of the continental lads have invisible magic carpets, Martin. <laughs> Yeah. He's like Ali Baba. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they would have gone, well, if it had been sure, they would have said, well, Richard Keyes would have been in the studio going, well, Andy, I think it's high time the this scum were put in their place by honest, decent golf-playing footballers like Alan Shearer, who've just said, I've had it up to here with these ghastly people coming and shouting at the game and I'm trying to concentrate and I'm not going to stand for it anymore. You're going to get duffed up. And yeah, more power to his elbow for that. <laughs> and of course, there weren't that many foreign players back then, were there? Compared to now. Well, no, now, no, now nothing would surprise us. No, nothing at all. I mean, when Suarez bit started biting people... We don't even mention like that this. anymore, do we? I, I, I don't just... know about you. I was like this. Go on, son! <laughs> Actually, I was like that about Cantona as well. Next level. Yeah, I loved it when Suarez started biting people. He was just like this. I'll fucking I'll bite, bite you, 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 cunt. Yeah, I'll bite <laughs> you, cunt. And they go, you cannot bite them. This is Britain. You cannot bite people on a football feed. Well, watch this then, cunt. Bite. Ah! You do and then the other brother's going, oh... I can't believe he's done it. He's terrible. He's scum. He's a scum of the earth. He should be banned forever. And then he just did it again. Bit of another cunt now. <laughs> and I'll bite you as well. If you keep going on about it. That's what I'm I'll doing. bite I'm everyone. A I'm a fucking biter. It's in my blood. My mum was a biter and all. And her mum. I'm a fucking biter. And I'll bite any cunt who's got anything out to say about it. <laughs> Fine. Absolutely, he was like there's this, and also he was like this. I was say, there's not enough mentioned about Suarez as biting compared no. to Cantona's kung fu kick, which is always seen as a watershed moment. And it's like, oh, it's the twenty fifth anniversary since he did it. Oh, he did the kung fu kick, that scary Frenchman. But no, what Suarez did was a proper this and that. He's like, yeah, I bite someone, big deal. Back home, we bite everyone. Someone piss you off, you bite them. You love them. It, in some it's, towns, it's a sign of affection. And everyone's like, no, you, you can't bite. You, you simply can't. It's, it's disgusting. It's unsportsmanlike. So he goes, oh, gay English, you're so die. Fuck this, I go Barcelona. Right? He just went, fuck this, I'm going. Did the event against. I go to La Liga. The money much more. No one the care about better. my biting there. They like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's English. I like the Premier League, yeah, sure, but they're so uptight. It's been fun, get, but it's time to go. <laughs> they get so excited about things, those English. Oh, they get so cross. They run round wetting their little knickers, their little <laughs> panties. Oh, I wet my panties because the man did a bite. Come on. This it wasn't is the real even world, a big English. bite. It's just a little bite. You know, I didn't take Co- any skin off. English, wake up. Okay, it's not the olden times no more. People bite each other, yeah? The little it's bite on the shoulder. It's part of life's rich fabric. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you write that down, I said that. 
<laughs> you don't like it? It's no problem. You don't. I know I'm not wanted. I got Barcelona now. I play with fucking Lionel Messi. DTFN. <laughs> That's my reward. I buy See, two motherfuckers. Like... My reward. I got a Barcelona play with Lionel Messi. Hmm. Be lucky. <laughs> so long. See you never. <laughs> Sayonara. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye. Keep it biting, dickheads. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> fucking Suarez, yeah, what a legend. Yeah. <laughs> Just fucking marched into we'll England. Bit, scored about a fucking billion goals, bit a few cunts, and bucked <laughs> off to Barcelona. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to put that in the, in the 101 best things to happen in Britain. Yeah, Suarez, Suarez and Cantonal's Kung Fu kick. Both yeah. of those things have got to go in there. Oh, God. Right, anyway, back to Roy the Rovers. To Kanye pushing over uh, that referee. All yeah. of the foreign players just All coming in. Just fucking, <laughs> yeah. just fucking spicing things up a bit. And there's all these fucking policemen. Do you know what I mean? They're all police cadets, sort of thing, aren't they? Like Alan Shearer, Michael Owen, David Platt, right? All these fucking goody two-shoes. The fucking a nation of lampards. And you just get these foreigners coming in going, hey, look at these motherfuckers. Uh, time someone got this party started. This fucking whole country got a big stick up its fucking ass. <laughs> Right. These, these fucking referees need showing who's in charge. I push one yeah. over. <laughs> <laughs> fucking boring bullshit. I gotta liven this game up. I wonder what happened if I push over that motherfucking referee. Let's see, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> That's his motivation. I wonder what'll happen. <laughs> yeah. I They're push all some like boundaries. That. And Kantar's like, yeah. I wonder what would happen if I just do Kung Fu kick on that bastard. <laughs> on this cunt. <laughs> <laughs> That's what yeah. they're like. They're not yeah, so definitely. they're not so conformist. No, it's definitely enhanced the game. Um right, so it says uh, obviously the little square that tells us what's going on, we'll we'll catch up with that. Uh, all the people suspected of trying to kill Roy had been rounded up by the police, with the exception of Trevor Brinsden, a fanatical fan who'd been banned from Melchester Rovers home games. Then during a league match against Hunterford which marked Roy's return as a player after his long layoff. Fucking has been as well, hasn't it? And there, Brinsden has been surrounded by fans. It's I don't recognise him as Trevor Brinsden. I mean, he used to wear a hat, didn't he? He used to wear I a know. We, hat. We're fucking studying this shit, and we don't recognise him. But then again, He's... maybe they heard his voice. We can't hear him or smell him. True. Yeah, he might have a distinctive voice. Yeah. Or it might be like um, a distinctive musk. Mm. The musk of Brinston. The musk of Brinston, yeah. It's, he it's, smells uh, like Bradston pickle. I'd know that whiff anywhere. So they're, they're all surrounding him. They're pulling at his scarf that he's wearing. And he's saying, hey, yo, you're crazy. I'm not Trevor Brinston. I don't even look like him. <laughs> That's <laughs> what you'd say. That's what you'd say. Yeah. Is that you I get, don't even look like him, apart from anything else. Apart look, from actually look, not look being him either. <laughs> And then one of the uh, one of the Lampards is obviously cleverer and says, uh, "You do under that beard, pal." And then another one adds, "And that long hair." That one looks like um, Rod Hull, a little bit. Without his weird. I was talking about Rod Hull yesterday. I had to tell my son about the story of Rod Hull. And his death. Yeah, I can't remember why we got onto the subject, but it was always like one of those moments. I said, "Son, mm. sit down." It's time now that I told you the parable of Rod Hull. Mm. And uh, he didn't, I don't know who Rod Hull is, so I could have just left it there. 
I said, do you know who Emu is, right? And he's like, no. <laughs> and I could have just left it there. So then yeah. I went, do you know what a pink windmill is? He went, no. And I could have just left it there. And I went, all right, yeah. do you know who Grot Bags is? And he's like, ah, yes. He was familiar with Grot Bags because I think probably I've shown him clips. There's so many great right. clips of Grot Bags online, isn't there? Yeah. I mean, you could have just gone straight to YouTube and shown the Parkinson clip. Yeah, I, I think I'll show that him that when he classic. gets home from school. Yeah. Jalapeño. Jalapeño. And if any cunt ever deserved a good going over by a fucking puppet bird, then it, it was, was Parkinson. Parkinson. Yeah. Pompous twat ears, right? It's fucking awful. You watch back some of the Parkinson interviews now on YouTube. They are fucking awful. He's terrible. An, obs- an obsequious he's, little He's arse-licking the male actors yeah. and he's fawning over the fucking women. Yeah, asking that's them, the thing. I mean, pretty much asking them what colour like knickers that. they're wearing at some points. You, know you, you know, listen, you get that. You still get it now. I mean, I won't name them, but I know journalists who like, you know, present themselves as arch interviewers on the basis that they're fucking professional sycophants, and mm. they think this is what what Parkinson's responsible for. They think that the badge of honour for a fucking journalist, right, is becoming pals with the famous people you interview. What? Because mm. you charm them so much in interview, right? I would say the reverse is true. It should be a source of shame if you come out of the fucking yeah. interview. Yeah. With the, I'm not saying your job is to be a cunt to them, but what you have to do is be scrupulously objective, right? If you're doing your job properly, right? Because if not, we don't need a journalist. We can just take the press release that is written by the PR yeah. and publish that, right? Or broadcast that or whatever. But if you're turning up... And then you're going, look, I'm best mate. I've come away best mates with this person. We're pals, right? Mm. Then you're basically saying, I am a shit journalist. You are a professional sycophant. I've been seduced by this narcissist. My only agenda is to interview people who I already worship and basically blow smoke up their ass. A bit like us, we're standing here. Yeah, but the thing is, we weren't masquerading in, in Stan Hay or McTalbert. We weren't masquerading as journalists. No, we, weren't. we were we simply weren't. celebrating the great work of. We weren't being fucking park. If basically what I'm saying is to John BBC, if you give us a chat show, which I've heard that Norton's retiring. Oh no, is Norton retiring just from Radio Two? He's, le- he's left Radio Two. He's announced that. Then a week later, he's announced he's going to Virgin Radio to do the same show at the same time. The fucking he's bastard! Took, he's, he's took the money. Yeah. Murdoch, Murdoch's assault on the BBC continues. Continues, gathers pierce, yeah. Yes, fucking madness. Anyway, um, all right, so he's going to do that. So the slot's open on Radio 2. Maybe they'll Claudia think Winkleman's it to us. Got it. Claudia Winkleman's got it. It's been announced today. And she got Strictly when we were up for that as well. Yeah, well, there you go. That's, that's oh, society well. right now, isn't it? People I quite like Winkle Wonkle. I think she's quite good. <clears throat> yeah, she's brilliant. Yeah. Um, where, where did we get to this? Oh, yeah, Parkinson. Yeah, any any celebrity interviewer, their agenda needs to be going in and just saying, what's so special about you then, you cunt? Tell me it. You tell me it, yeah. Exactly. That's why I've, That's why at an early stage in my journalistic career, I trademarked the tell me it um, strategy, and yeah. I now run online Zoom courses for wannabe journalists in which I outlined the seven steps of the tell me it approach to journalism. Yeah. There's seven, yeah. Fucking hell. I know what you're thinking. Surely there used to be six. Yeah, well, I've invented an extra one because then I can charge more. If you want the seventh step, the seventh step, you have to pay a supplement. And if you've already paid for the sixth step, 
uh, version a few years ago, you've got to pay again. Is, is that right? Yeah, that's right. Because yeah. that one no longer counts anymore. It doesn't. It's now invalid. Okay. The certificate that you paid for at the end is completely invalid. Okay. So anyway, yeah, um, the Lampards have got all the Brinsden. Uh, one of them says, "You do under that beard, pal, and that long hair." And the other says, "The little creep just couldn't keep away." <laughs> the little creep, creep is a word that I they know, keep using. He's been, he's been accused of murder. Don't fucking start calling him a fucking creep. You cunt. It's not a creep. He's a fucking psychopath. He tried to shoot yeah. someone in the fucking head. Fucking twat. Little he creep. tried to blow someone's fucking brains out of their skull. That's what he proper, wanted to do. Yeah, proper hardcore I mean, criminal. You call yeah. him a creep, prick. Oh, he's a bit of a creep. Creep now is just what people call um, someone who's a little bit sort of low-key noncy. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, creepy. Yeah. It's sort of not the worst thing to be... I mean, you don't want to be called a creep, but... It's it's in it's in that the Me Too category, isn't it? It's like the bottom yeah. rung well, of the V2 ladder. He's a creep. He's a bit creepy, yeah. He's a bit of a creep. Yeah. Yeah. But this guy's way above creep. He's a... Well, yeah. we don't know yet if it was him who did it, but as far as I'm concerned, he is accused of the worst of all crimes, taking another human being's life. A man's life. No one life. has the right to do that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he's trying to escape, which is impossible, isn't it? And um, someone says, Grab him! And what's this word? That, uh, oh, this is a very complicated word that Brinsden uses. H A A O W W. No, I think that's an N at the beginning, isn't it? Is that an N? Now! Now! That's hardly an awesome noise, to be fair. It's just the animalistic noise. Such as his desperation. Well, in times of high adrenaline and panic, you do. You do. Suddenly become become like an animal, don't you? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I know I do. Um, it's uh, one of them shouts. One of them shouts, "Come here!" And someone else shouts, "Look out!" Fuck it out! They're all shitting themselves. Fuck it out! Classic Melchester fans. They all basically shit it, don't they? Go down, he might have a gun. This this makes no fucking sense at all, right? Because the next frame, he's trying to climb over a wall. But then the frame after that, you see him, and he's just in the middle of the standing section behind the goal. So I don't know where the wall is, but, you know, it, it's dramatic, I suppose. It says, the terrified youth's bid for freedom. How old's Trevor Brinston, then? If he's a youth, I would have said early 30s. Yeah, definitely, I would Looking say early him. 30s. But remember, everyone looked 20 years older everyone then. Everyone looked a lot older, yeah, because of the, the Second World War. And because of the cigarettes. Yeah, chalk Lead in the, the food. Yeah, drugs in the water. Um, John Play special. John Play special were well known for aging you very rapidly. Yeah, it's all high toss cigarettes and violence everywhere. Yeah. Um. So it says uh, he's trying to clamber over the wall, and he says, "Yeah." <laughs> <clears throat> so the Lampards are grabbing at his trousers, um, American trousers, by the looks of it. Mm-hmm. Um, one says no you don't my lad you've got a date with the police <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then another one says after we finished with you oh, oh yeah what are you going to fucking do I'm fucking scared but, yeah safety in numbers though there's like fucking yeah. 20 of them take them on one to one you cunt go on 
And, yeah, uh, you Brinston... and Brinston out on the fucking cobbles. Let's see how that turns out for you. Exactly. I mean, he, this man's a fu- this man is is allegedly, you know, capable of killing someone. Mm. He's willing to kill. Do you really yep. want to go fucking head to head with Brinston? Man's well, fucking exactly. desperate. He's like a wild animal. Safety numbers. So, um, yeah, Brinston in the next frame is just stuck in the middle of uh, the crowd. No sign of a wall or anything. But um, and he's, he's shouting, "Get them off! Help me!" And one of the lamparts shouts, "Filthy little killer!" <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> fucking hell! You've notched things up a bit, mate. Now this guy's Filthy got some killer. bollocks on him. He's got some bollocks on him because all of the others were like, "Eh, you creep." And he sounds a little bit, well, you say filthy little killer, but he sounds a little bit like some right hard-nosed cunt on the fucking psycho wing in, in like, you know, uh, Brixton or Wandsworth yeah. Nick. He's going, you filthy little killer. killer. I heard oh, Brixton, in it. Yeah, I read about you in a paper. I heard you was a <laughs> filthy little killer. Yeah, well, welcome aboard, mate. <laughs> Join the fucking club. I'm a filthy little killer and all. <laughs> there's a really good bit there's two coppers trying to climb into the crowd and get to him and one of them says we will never reach him in time those fans are so angry they'll tear Brinsden apart limb from limb I've seen it done before this is a fucking child's comic they'll tear Brinsden apart if you're a kid Um, at this stage and you're reading things like filthy little killer and in some ways it may be your first introduction to the fucking danger the terrifying terrifying might of the mob mentality where everyone sort of like encourages each other into a state of collective frenzy Mm. and unspeakable things are done in the heat of the moment like this may not have occurred to you You, it might not have occurred to you before are you going to be part of that mob mentality going forward or are you going to be an outsider you can never know if you're going to be swept up in that mob mentality yeah. until you're in yeah. the eye of the storm it's easily done isn't it yeah I mean you could be here now as a rational peace loving man and go yeah. oh if I was at Sunderland and some geezer had tried, I won't say your current manager Phil Parkinson because you probably don't like him but let's say back in the, the old days someone had tried to shoot Peter Reid in the head back in the Fuck. glory days right yeah. and then you saw he was and he was escaping through the crowd yeah. now you would think well I don't like this cunt he, he's a filthy little killer and he shouldn't have mm. shot Peter Reid in the head but sat here now you'd think but I don't believe it's right for us to dish out our own justice this is a civilised yeah. land and you know he's innocent till proven guilty and we should let the courts decide yeah. right but until you're there and there's a bunch of other, like, Mackhams all going, come on, man, let's fucking tear him limb from limb. Tear Rip his part. head off and shit down his neck. You might get swept up in it or go, oh, it sounds like such fun. I'm going to fucking do it. I'll do the shit. I'll need one. I'll do it. <laughs> oh, I think the, the Sunderland shitter wasn't was born it? then or he could have got him on I the was, case. I was going to go at half time, but I'm ready to do it now. Rip his head off. <laughs> You know the well, Sunderland um, shitter? I forgot about mm. him. I got him on my show and gave him a medal. You did? But I'm just thinking when we do, and people haven't been listening earlier in the week to our three episodes, when we when we do the greatest British moments ever, mm. just rem- remember now that the Sunderland shitter, whose name I can't there. remember, I think yeah. it's Callum something. Callum, he's wasn't it? Yeah. There. 
Yeah. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah. I mean, do you know the Sunderland shitter? I don't know him personally, no, because okay, right. Sunderland's an area with two hundred thousand inhabitants, so we don't. All he know didn't each get other. banned, did he? <laughs> I can't remember. He will have done. He will have done, but uh, I don't know if he's been is reinstated. There, what is not. what is Sunderland's club policy on shitting in the ground? Is that is there a standard ban for that? Well, or? it's 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 open to debate as to whether he actually did a shit or not. He says he didn't. <laughs> he said he only did a piss. <laughs> He does. Listen, I met this guy twice, right? He hasn't got a fucking clue what he did or didn't <laughs> do. Know what he he did. was that pissed. He'd had like one of those um, really high strength <laughs> berry ciders at breakfast. Yeah, dark <laughs> fruits. Had, all, yeah, dark fruits. That was <laughs> he'd had a dark fruit and he'd had two advent calendar chocolates. That's all he'd eaten all day. <laughs> And he has no recollection whatsoever of what happened until he woke up in the cell. Was it not because he had two advent calendars as well? Yeah, yeah. Because his his boss had got him an advent calendar and his his grand had got him another one. Yeah. And so he had one chocolate from each and then he got on the dark fruit. On the dark fruit. (laughs) And then he had about 20 beers. It's a good indicator of, of how honest a man he is that he hadn't had more than one day's worth of chocolates. He'd stuck to the... To the oh, yeah. uh, you know prescribed amount that's by, allowed. I play things by the book when it comes to Christmas. You know, I don't want to <laughs> sully the traditions. I play things by the book. I had, I, I had just had the one from two calendars. And then after that, I was bag on the dark fruits. That's why I don't think he did a shit. I think he just did a piss. Well, no one will let... Well, unless someone's got it, no one will ever know. All he knows is he woke up in the cell and there was about like a yeah. hundred texts from his mates going, fucking have you seen anywhere? And he goes, well, I knew something was wrong because there were so many texts. So I just called my mate and said, what's all this fuss about? And he goes, have you not seen Facebook and Twitter? You're all over it. I said, well, he goes, people are saying you did a shite in the ground. In the stadium of light. <laughs> <laughs> Someone on Lad Bible did a post called Stadium of Shite about you. (laughs) You've gone viral. Mate, you're bigger than Diana or Mr. Blobby. You're a national obsession, man. (laughs) (laughs) You're bigger than Luis Suarez. Uh, It's amazing the amount of people who just shit when they're drunk in strange places. Like, my mate... I mean, I've told it before, but he legendarily fucking... He didn't tell us for five years. He told us that after this West Ham-Chelsea game at Stamford Bridge, he'd done something awful, but he wouldn't tell us what it was. And it took him five years to admit that what it was was he'd come home and in a state of inebriation, he'd pulled down his pants and shat in the bin in his kitchen. Then gone back to bed... And he lived on his own. And when he when he and then he got up the next day, went to work, had no recollection of it. And it was three days later he came back to his flat, and it really stunk. And he was like, "What the fuck is this smell?" And he's looking everywhere, and eventually he looks in the bin and thinks, "Oh, maybe I haven't changed the rubbish in ages." And he just sees a human shit in there. And he said, and then um, as soon as he saw it, as soon as he saw it, it was like an image of him three days previously sacked. Yeah, it was a flashback to him sitting on the bin, swing top bin, I think it was, Jesus with his Christ. ass, with his ass just stuck in it, and him obviously just thinking he was in the toilet. Fucking hell! I've never, Everything I've in never, yeah, I've never drunk, drunk shat. No, no. but it does happen. Well, all we're saying is it does happen, so keep an eye out, right? I'll tell you what, we'll leave it there because we've only, we've only got as far as the bit where Roy has found out the Brinsden there. 
uh, and there's no chance of us getting all that covered in this episode, so this no. particular issue is a two-parter. So we'll be back with the rest of it next week. Um, we'll find it if they do tear Brinsden apart, but I'll tell you what does happen is Roy jumps into the crowd, as you'd expect. Of course he does. Standard. Of course he does. <laughs> so that's it from this one. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Thank you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.